This is HNN. Good evening. This is HNN. The Hollow Table News Network as you're not even remotely close to around-the-clock Star Wars, Galaxy of Heroes, news, reactions, reviews, theory crafting, and more source. I'm Faye 34, your host. And today we are joined for the first time ever by all three of our distinguished co-hosts. So <laughs> welcome, everyone. Uh, first, we have uh, Felix Sarah. We'll just go by Sarah today. How's it going up there? It's good. We're going good today. Excellent. And... We have Howie back as well from the first time. Thanks for having me back. We're happily safe here in the Midwest, uh, away from hurricanes. So that's, that's, that's why you live there, right? <laughs> that is, of all the things that we're safe from, uh, that's a nice place to be. It's a, a no-hurricane season for us. Lots of snow, though, coming pretty soon. I think some people might take the snow. All right, maybe now with the big <laughs> hurricane coming, but it uh, seems a little flippant. And then, last but not least, we have Sergi back as well. Thanks for joining us. Yeah, greetings. Excellent. Yeah, I'm excited. We have everyone here. We can talk about stuff. We, I was originally going to just weed you all out one by one. <laughs> not the best one. But then I realized I was definitely the weakest link. So we're going to keep it all together like this. All right. Um, and we've got a bunch of stuff to go over today. And they dropped a bunch of news and back on our regular schedule here. So excited to go over it all. So as always, we'll start the show with the HNN headline news. And today we have five headlines, although really it's more like 15 headlines <laughs> put into five different things. But we'll start with some of the uh, new characters and ships coming in the game. Um, and number one, so the bounty hunters continue to take over as Django, Xanadu Blood, and uh, Rework Zam are introduced in the game. So let's uh, start going over things with Xanadu Blood's kit. And uh, Sarah, you want to take that one? Yes. So uh, this is Cad Bane's ship. Um, it is a categorized, sorry, as bounty hunter, scoundrel, and support. Um, so I guess we'll just jump right into this. First ability, basic ability, hull breach. So final text reads that it deals physical damage to the target enemy with a 65% chance to attack again, inflict breach for two turns. Um, seems standard. Standard for basic attack. Uh, first special, rogue maneuver, three turn cooldown. Deal physical damage to all enemies, enemies, excuse me, and inflict target lock on the weakest enemy for two turns. Then call target alley to assist. Target lock, inflict breach for two turns. Which, I guess I should have explained earlier, breach is minus 25% speed, minus 25% defense. Um, I, I like that. I'm, the only thing I don't really like is that it's on the weakest enemy, but and you can't pick. But that's fine, I think. Yeah, that's uh, true. The weakest one. Oh, should we all talk or? Yeah, go yeah, go for it. Yep. Okay. Uh, yeah, that's true. It doesn't help that much being on the weakest one since they're most likely to die soon. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. I I don't know about you guys, but I always target the weakest one because I am <laughs> terrible at ships. So I try to pick them off as soon as possible. Um, but I guess maybe it's an incentive to keep them around a little bit longer if they're going slower and you can pick off the second weakest one, hopefully before that guy gets to go. Maybe it has to do with if you put target lock on the weakest link, 
then Boba can use his. There you go. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. So then he's able to hit the. Yeah. Yeah. He can hit the weakest link then. Yeah. In case they were hiding behind a tank. Or a stealth stealth somewhere so you can't hit him. True. I should have thought of that too since Boba is clearly in the animation here (laughs) (laughs) on the announcement. Uh, So onto his unique cloak and dagger. Xanadu gains stealth for one turn at the start of the encounter, and whenever another scoundrel ally suffers a critical hit, bounty hunter allies deal bonus damage equal to 10% of the target's max health when damaging breached enemies. While Xanadu is active, breached enemies have minus 25% offense. That sucks. (laughs) For them, for them, I should say, because he's, he's breaching them on his basics, so that's that's a nasty ship. Yeah. Okay. Um, and his reinforcement into the breach. Inflict breach on target enemy for two turns, which can't be evaded or resisted. Additionally, inflict defense down on all, all enemies for two turns, which can't be evaded. Grant all scoundrel allies retribution for two turns. Have you ever said breach so many times in your life? <laughs> I don't think I have. <laughs> Should be a good ship. I mean, all these things on its own are like, yeah, that should be solid. But then when you add in Houndstooth and everything mm-hmm. that Breach does for that, it totally changes the game. Because um, I know now, even just the one time, if you're able to avoid or resist his first Breach, it makes him way easier to take out. But now if like 19 of your ships are all breached, that mm-hmm. doesn't really help. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's pretty boss. It makes me kind of hate that... They made it so that you have to wait two turns in between reinforcements because they all have really fun reinforcements. Mm-hmm. It, it'd be great if I could just start with three geos or something and then just bring in bounty hunter after bounty hunter. And have all of their uh, reinforcement abilities go off. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then follow that up with Lando, that new Millennium Falcon. Mm-hmm where he gets to take four turns in a row. <laughs> so all you want is like back-to-back reinforcements up to like eight yeah. ships. That's all you're asking for. I don't know why that's so hard. You're not asking for a lot at all. <laughs> uh, yeah, this is actually... I really like this kit. I'm not going to lie. It looks cool, too. Yeah. Yeah, had, has anyone... Would anyone have been able to... Uh know what xanadu blood was the first time they heard it i had to go because I, sh- I sure as heck would have not have guessed cad bane ship <laughs> I, I knew he had a ship a... sorry sergey there's the olivia newton john movie xanadu <laughs> that's the only way <laughs> i know of it i think we that, it's, it's certainly the, the coolest name i think for any of the ships in the game in Agreed. my opinion yep. I, I i can't really beat that name no, and it's uh, definitely going to change and continue to change the ship. I think now is the first time that it's really uh, the pay people are going to have a nice advantage because uh, I'm not one of those, and I've been skating by on ships for a long time, and uh, now having a little trouble with Houndstooth, but when the uh, couple of whales in our shards start adding this one to it, I don't know that I'm going to get many victories. We'll see. We'll see. Yeah, I really like the new synergy that they're developing in the characters especially these ships like geonosians are great on offense and defense just because of the 
synergy, how one of them has an ability that helps the other ones. And the same thing is working here with Breach. Mm -hmm. If you've got Houndstooth and Xanadu blood, in addition to Breach normally doing minus 25% speed and defense, Xanadu blood puts negative 25% offense, and Houndstooth does negative 25% evasion. So if they release a third ship that also does something with Breach, I mean, being Breached would be the worst thing ever. Mm-hmm. It sounds like you're on the movie Hocus Pocus, like talking about adding Houndstooth and Xanadu's blood. That's true. To like some concoction. And Just making a little love potion. Stay the cat. Yeah. I don't know. Oh, it certainly would be nice, though. And at least, I mean, I'm not a big ships guy. I don't have the some of the variations, but if there were three or four different viable squad uh, comps that could could function, uh, let alone maybe one or two more capital ships long term, that would be more fun, I think, uh, than the current where you have now. At least, at least the geos did add a bit of variety to arena uh, in that in that regard and territory wars. Yeah. My yeah, dream, sure. I think I think they're getting there. My dream is that they're setting up for a Hondo legendary, and maybe Hondo gets a capital ship. Hmm. Huh? You think they would do Hondo as a legendary? Personally, I think he's legendary enough. I mean, he hasn't been in any of the movies, but he was a big deal to me and was consistently throughout the Clone Wars mm-hmm. character. It's certainly someone people ask for. Again, I'm not too where he is at in the Clone Wars, so I don't know who we're talking about, but does he have a big <laughs> ship that we would call a capital ship? Yes. I don't recognize what the ship would look like, but he was he was basically like a pimp of scoundrels. He orchestrated everyone else to go through stuff. And he There's just your lead back. line, Faye. <laughs> that's what I was... I think that's a good idea. You could... Name his ship that. And... <laughs> be good to go. Pimping and easy. All right. So Xanadu's blood. I think uh, we're all in agreement that that sounds like a pretty good ship, and uh, we'll get it at three stars and see how it goes. So uh, next we'll <laughs> talk about Zam Wessel's rework, and I think we have the foremost Zam expert in the entire world. So Sergi, um, I'm sure is pretty excited about the update. Hopefully you're not let down. Let's. Uh, Tell us what you think over Kit and uh, how you think it's going to help or hurt or fill things out. Yeah. So I'm a big fan of Zam. So I'm going to try my best not to be partial, but I'm probably <laughs> going to hype this up a lot. So I'm really good. <laughs> I'm really happy with the Zam Wessel rework. I think it's really good. Her basic is the same as before. Detonating shot. She just deals damage, and if there's any thermal detonators, she causes them to explode immediately and then gain 20% turn meter for each living scoundrel ally, which if you are in a full bounty hunter team, that means she gets full turn meter, so gets to immediately go again. This new, or since they didn't do anything new to it, if you're not doing a thermal detonator heavy team, it's just dealing damage. No buffs, no debuffs. So that's kind of a disappointment. But she does in the rest of her kit and the rest of the bounty hunters. They've been buffing them all up to 
throw out lots of thermal detonators. So that leads to our first special, see what sticks, has a cooldown of four. Place thermal detonators on all enemies that explode after two turns. Zam gains speed up for three turns. So laying out thermal detonators pre-rework, it didn't seem like it was the best thing because for Zam, you'd have to wait a whole turn for her to get the chance to go again. But now that they've changed thermal detonators to where they're undispellable, that means mm -hmm. these are going to stick and stay there. Mm -hmm. And I wish they would put it somewhere in the game for you to read what thermal detonators do, but they're supposed to take out 30% of a character's max health. 30%? I didn't know that. I didn't realize it's lower. either. It's supposed to be 30%. And so that means, according to swgoh.gg, which goes into the code of all the abilities, I think. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So that, that means you're basically doing a 30% of their max health delayed hit on each of them now that it can't be dispelled. So it's, become, it's coming no matter what. Yeah. So it's become a much more lucrative ability. For sure. Her second special is Electro Goggles, which only has a cooldown of three. Inflict evasion down on all enemies for four turns, which has to be the longest debuff mm -hmm. duration in the whole mm -hmm. game. Yep. And I think you might be right. And a thermal detonator on all enemies. They already had a thermal detonator for two turns. Zam recovers 10% protection for each enemy with thermal detonator. Zam gains 50% turn meter. This attack can't be evaded. What do you guys think of this ability? That's a big change because right when I use it now, I'm pretty sure it doesn't actually do anything because <laughs> the evasion down doesn't really help you. Just like, well, I, I screwed up and can't use her other moves, so yeah. I might as well use that one. Yeah. But now it's like you have these on there, and then uh, you got them to stick, and then somehow they have really good, I don't know, um, some kind of... Uh, Adhesive on them, they just keep stacking on top of each other. I like <laughs> it. And then uh, recovers 10% protection for each one with thermal detonators and gets 50% turn meter. Um, that's a, a bunch of nice things added to a, frankly, a terrible special before. Yeah. I, it was the special to avoid because you're basically wasting a turn. Mm -hmm. The only time I'd ever use it is if I didn't want to have to target a character that could counter mm -hmm. or if I was had no more thermal detonators and was just hoping for that 50% turn meter chance, which is now a guaranteed 50% turn meter. So not only does she gain turn meter and protection, so it's basically like a heal move, but she's putting two debuffs on the enemies if they've already got thermal detonators and can't be evaded, so can put more thermal detonators on those that even have foresight. So now you're yeah. looking at, in just two short turns, 60% max health that'll be taken away. And she's going to be going often because she's gaining yes. turn meter so yeah. quickly. And she's very fast, by the way, with a mm -hmm. 175 speed. Mm -hmm. So you put that speed up on her? Yep. And if you've just got a few basic mods with that speed up, you're easily looking at close to 300 speed. 
Man. Yeah. I think she's going to be good. <laughs> I'm really excited about her rework. Yeah. I oh. can't wait to test her out in territory battles. It's coming up mm-hmm. in a couple of days. She'll oh. be on it. And you look, I mean, all that recovery, and you look at even for now, I mean, who knows how Jango will work, but under a boss lead, you're, yes. all the bounty hunters are gaining even more protection and health when those debuffs are sticking. Yep. So when they're non-resistible, uh, uh, it becomes just more healing. Yep. Besides boss lead, there's no healer for the bounty hunters. So unless you're choosing a hunter to be the leader that can add some kind of heal, it's really good for these characters to either have their own heal, like Zam now has, or Dengar, or be able to revive themselves like Boba Fett. Yeah, it's just going to add to her uh, fitting in with a variety of teams, like you said, uh, under boss there. And mm-hmm. she has low health and protection to start with. You know, she might actually be one you'll want to put in the Territory War team. Yeah. She has a new, u- or I guess it's an old unique but it's been completely redone. Do you remember what it was before? I was looking it up today just so that I wouldn't forget. So before the update, I had to go check it out. It's actually weird and completely different. It was plus 18% evasion. And if, uh, I can't remember the condition. Oh, I think if she has a debuff, then she gets doubled evasion. So she has to receive a debuff for her to then have 36% evasion. Okay. With, with, the ga- with, with the way the game's shifted, most likely she's going to get stunned or dazed. Mm-hmm. So it doesn't help that much. And then I think there was maybe something else, but it wasn't notable. But so now it's been completely redone so that... Her shapeshifter. I knew you, I knew you would know the answer. To that. That's why I asked. <laughs> okay. Work. Yeah, I remember now. If she, it was something to do with if she gets hit, there's a chance she can dispel. So she would get that. No, no, no. If she evaded an attack, she would then dispel whatever debuff she had. So it was almost useless because she had some base evasion, which was good, but then. She'd have to get a debuff to get double evasion, but then mm-hmm. have to be miss a or miss an attack to get rid of that debuff. It was confusing, very situational. So it's good that they've just completely redone it. So her new unique shapeshifter goes better with the name of it by pulling from who the rest of her people are around her. So if she's got other scoundrel attacker allies, she gains 20% offense for each. For each scoundrel tank, she gains 20% max protection. For each scoundrel support or healer, she gains 20% max health. Hmm. So under a boss lead, as you were mentioning before, Logan, she's now hit 20% max protection increase just for having Bosk in the team. And she hit very weak before. So it was kind of lackluster that she was able to go so often. But now if you've got a team of four attackers plus bot, that's plus 80% offense, looking pretty good. That's huge, yeah. 
and plus the uh, 50% protection that she would get under Bosk lead too. So that'd be at 70% mm -hmm. yes. max protection starting right away. And the other, the ones that go with that. So yep. that's a, uh, a nice addition. And she'll get to go very often by just switching enemies to pop their, their thermal detonators yep. off. Yep. So she'll be very bulky and gain her protection quickly. I'm excited. And then her new leadership, which I'm glad they did, just because it's fun to have a faction where everybody has a leadership. Uh, it's When it's Zayded, the final text, bounty hunter allies gain 25% potency and recover 4% health and protection whenever an enemy is damaged or dealt damage by a thermal detonator. When a bounty hunter ally uses a special ability, they inflict a thermal detonator on the selected target for two turns, which can't be evaded. Then the contract for this leadership, you have to inflict 20 bombs on enemies, and the reward is that all bounty hunters now inflict thermal detonators on all enemies whenever they die, which can't be evaded. What do you guys think? <laughs> She's just throwing these around like crazy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, I, it makes me think of that Oprah meme where she's like, you get a car and you get a car. You get a thermal detonator. You get a thermal detonator. <laughs> and you can't get rid of them. Hold on. No. <laughs> Do, is she uh, in Clone Wars? Does she use thermal detonators at all or anything? Because she certainly doesn't use them in, uh, in the movie. She just throws like a poison slug in there and so i'm just curious why she's the thermal detonator queen but uh no i think that's a it's super interesting lead i mean obviously you're not going to be taking down trey with that or that's something that becomes you find a little catch to it and they just go off like crazy and can beat anybody and it becomes a, a game breaking type I, I imagine that's very hard to game balance but i look forward to it as some type of raid mechanic i think that's where those will fit in there uh, nicely and why they try to get people to add potency to it, but we'll see. Yeah. Having seen most of Clone Wars, I don't think she ever appears. Okay, right. Is she, yeah, she remember her. dead before it, right? Because she dies. Yes. In, yeah, duh, duh. So she dies in the second movie, so obviously she's not in Clone Wars. All right, they just, they just want her to have grenades, I guess. Yeah, I guess they took what made her fun and beneficial before and just went with it since there's not a lot of source material for her. So I'm not complaining. Oh, yeah, cool. Um, I do like the huge focus on thermal detonators so that mm -hmm. she is like the thermal detonator queen now. And it's really good that bounty hunters have another option besides boss for having a healthy team. Because mm -hmm. yeah. with these thermal detonators not being able to be dispelled and having two turn delays. That means just about every turn an enemy takes when you've got each turn, new detonators being put on them, your team is healing up just when they start their turn. Mm -hmm. It's going to be crazy to see how it looks in a match. I think it'd be a bad team to preload in uh, territory wars because uh, before you even started, there'd be like, eight thermal debts out there 
True. Yeah, it'd be awful. Good point. Yeah. And you know, she's always she's always been so squishy, but so it's with the ability to cleanse the detonators, you cleanse them, you get rid of her, and there's really not a lot of uh, risk there or danger yeah. there. But now, even if you could take her out early in the match, and she's but she's already gotten detonators out, you're just a ticking time bomb, literally. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, so the same way you try and control, uh, you know, uh, Darth Nihilus in a match, you have to you can't even control this any longer. Once those are on you, you just hope that you. Uh, have enough health to survive whenever they go off. So yeah, it'll be it'll be interesting in, in territory wars to see with all the bonuses already there for bounty hunters uh, how this uh, impacts it. Yep. And then just imagine, because Dengar he's got one of the best moves, his mini mind mayhem that just yeah. unleashes a whole bunch of thermal detonators. So just imagine you've got Zam putting two thermal detonators on each enemy over the course of two turns. Dengar putting out thermal detonators, and then Greedo throwing out a whole wave of detonators. <laughs> if you're fighting a Treya lead that doesn't have any protection, and they're just relying on all their heals, an enemy with four thermal detonators, is done. Zam, yeah, Zam can hit him with her basic, and that's a one-shot kill. Oh. Even if they have three... That's 90% damage. If her attack can just do 10% damage from her natural damage, then that's a one-shot kill. That's scary. Yeah. Zam is going to be the new meta. <laughs> well, you heard it here first. <laughs> I, I, I can assume that, uh, that Darth Traya cannot get rid of these detonators with her ability. Or is, that, is that right? Yes. That's, a, uh, that's what I've been hearing. I mean, that's what yeah. it looks like to me because I'm thinking so like instead of cleansing those and taking the 5% damage it doesn't take that but it takes the full 30 and then that's how I assume it would it mean so yeah I'm with you there and then one other thing I think I'll mention I'm not sure how it's going to work now but at least before when Zam because I, I do have a lot of experience with her exploding these detonators some of them would critical hit. So even though there's a they go off of a health percentage, I guess when she explodes them, they maybe go through some kind of crit chance for her and get bonus damage based on her crit damage. Ooh. But I'm not sure. That's something we're going to have to test, figure out. But that's going to be even more damage if that still is the way it works. Oh, and just the bonus of using a special ability inflicts another thermal detonator. Then whoever you target, they're getting a thermal detonator, which can't be evaded. So let's say you have Boba, and he uses his AOE. Does that, that mean... Put, that puts one on whoever you target. Okay. And if you use Greedo, where he does that remove buffs and turn meter ability and stun them if they're reduced to a certain amount, that will inflict a thermal detonator. All these specials are going to have thermal detonators attached to them. It's going to be really cool. Mm -hmm. Like Faye said, I, I'm curious to see what it's going to be like in a raid. Because they deal huge damage in the Sith raid, 
Yeah. The problem is you just can't get them to stick. But with all this potency, I don't know. And the new mod changes. And then lastly, she has her own contract. Her payout is that whenever an enemy takes damage from a thermal detonator, Zam has a 25% chance to dispel all debuffs on herself. She gains stealth for one turn, and she gains 2% max protection until the end of the encounter. And that's her own personal payout, so no matter what lead you run, that's going to occur. So she's going to be getting a lot of uh, protection, mm -hmm. and if you're yep. getting max protection yep. on Just top of that, she could more, uh, go from more survival to there. pretty stout. Yep. And I appreciate the stealth bonus, because I don't know, I don't mean, maybe it'll help more for a Aura Sing lead in raids, because Aura Sing's leadership has the plus 35% offense, I think, while stealthed. Oh, and this would remove that danger of hitting a countered unit or mm -hmm. a unit that will counter against you. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And then even if they do happen to stun you or daze you, once an enemy takes a turn with a thermal detonator going off, she might be cleansed and get to go again. I think she looks cool. I'm excited. A solid rework. I'm excited as well, Excellent. mainly because I was working on her on the side, even though everybody said she was a terrible bounty hunter. <laughs> so she's one of my stronger ones. Yes. So now, yeah, see, this, yeah, now you can okay, this exact thing happened way back before Darkseid um, TV was announced. I worked on Snow Trooper, and everybody made fun of me for working on Snow Trooper, and now he just mows everybody down in Darkseid TV. And so I'm, I'm quite happy that this is happening again. And uh, I, I'm excited for her. I think she's going to be a lot of fun, and I'm very excited to see how often she actually does get to take a turn because I think she's going to be going very frequently. And I'm hoping there'll be a resurgence of... Bubba's lead, because now, now that they can't, the thermal detonators can't be dispelled. <laughs> she and other characters putting all these out there, it's gonna really help with them, the whole team taking more turns mm -hmm. when she goes on this rampage of thermal detonators, a faster rampage. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah. Because I, I, I'm probably gonna do a video where I talk about her a lot. Just I can just like out. I can hear you <laughs> smiling from here. <laughs> so if you've got a boba lead, and she is throwing out and popping off these detonators, so she gets on her 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 loop her chain where she is popping them off, and the whole team is getting turn meter. Once Dengar gets enough turn meter to where he's about to go, that's when you can use her electro goggles to throw more out there and go to 50% turn meter. Then have Dengar use his mini mine to reduce any enemy that's above 50%. And because Zam is going to outspeed, she'll get to go again and pop off those detonators before the enemies get to go again. take their chance. 
Yeah, and then just keep going back in that loop. And that, ladies and gentlemen, is the most in-depth Zam Wessel <laughs> thoughts you are ever going to hear. That's why you're here. I like it. Perfect. All right. Any other uh, thoughts you want to add to that, Sir G? Okay, we'll circle I'm back good. around to it later. I'm if you guys. When you come into the... That's, that's like <laughs> yeah. I loved it. That's perfect. All right. So uh, on to number three of the day. And uh, for most people, the big one, not Sir G, but for most people... Enter Django Fett uh, would be the biggest uh, <laughs> occasion of the day. Um, although the event isn't starting until next Wednesday, um, got his uh, big reveal and a pretty extensive kit as well. That looks uh, like it'll be a big player here. So Logan, if you want to take over and go over Django, absolutely. I think it's a character as you mentioned that that many have been pining for for uh, literally years. Uh, and saving up their crystals, uh, hoping and praying that this character would be available. Uh, and and here, here he is, a dark side attacker, bounty hunter, and scoundrel. So a nice uh, set of uh, synergies there with all those groups. Um, and, uh, and obviously with all the rest of these is working in the tenacity, potency, debuff, and now mixing in some burning uh, as well to, for us all to play with. So uh, a really good kit, and we can walk through it real quick. Uh, starts with his basic, the unscrupulous gunfire. Uh, final text reads, to deal physical damage to target enemy and gain 15% offense for each enemy suffering a debuff during this attack. So that could stack pretty nicely. Uh, if the target enemy was suffering a debuff, then Django attacks again. So it has that double tap attack, uh, which is uh, can be very nice, such as the stacking offense. Yeah. Uh, special number one, the Shrapnel Blast, at a cooldown of three. Uh, the Shrapnel Blast deals physical damage to target enemy and to a random enemy, and it inflicts healing immunity and stagger to target enemy for two turns. Uh, so some other nice debuffs uh, that are going to stick there and some very useful ones in the current meta. Uh, then his second special uh, would be Conflagration. Uh, and that inflicts burning, has a real nice animation, a lot like R2's uh, animation. Uh, and he flies, which is also nice. Yeah, he inflicts like burning for well, three yeah. turns. <laughs> <laughs> so we have burning for three turns. Uh, and then physical damage to all enemies. This attack cannot be evaded. And the target enemy loses 25% max health, which stacks, if they were suffering a debuff. Uh, and then there is a raid boss specific note that raid bosses lose 10% tenacity, uh, also stacking if they were suffering a debuff. Nice. So a real interesting mm -hmm. cooldown of three on that one. Um, so he's going to be using specials quite a bit while he's attacking uh, every, I mean, basically every turn, every other turn he'll be using a debuff, two or three turns. Um, uh, his leader ability, anything to get ahead. The final text as a Zeta reads that scoundrel allies have plus 30 speed and all enemies have minus 40% tenacity. Enemies have a minus 20% potency for each debuff on all bounty hunter allies. Uh, so as they stick debuffs on you, their potency goes down. Uh, enemies that are suffering from burning cannot gain bonus turn meter. 
uh, and bounty hunters gain plus 35% offense when they have bounty hunters resolve. Uh, obviously, him and Boba get a nice boost from that right away. And when Django Fett is in the leader slot and not the ally slot, the following contract is active. And the contract is damage a debuffed enemy 20 times. Only bounty hunters can, can be part of this. And if this happens, all bounty hunters gain bounty hunters resolve at the start of their next turn and plus 25% critical chance. And all bounty hunters also have their payouts activated. So it's like uh, old Ben's death debuff on steroids times three <laughs> uh, for what happens to that squad if you let the, the debuffed enemy get damaged 20 times, which with all these detonators and debuffs going around could happen very quickly um, on a fast squad. Um, unique number one, notorious reputation as a Zeta as well. Uh, Django has 100% defense penetration plus 100% and also plus 50% max health. Enemies defeated on his, his turn cannot be revived. And at the start of battle and whenever he defeats an enemy, he has 100% uh, protection recovery and gains resolve again. So the Zeta a lot like uh, Boba uh, in that regard. And Bounty Hunter's resolve, he also can ignore taunt during his turn. And when he's, when he's defeated, he revives at 100% health, not dispelled, not prevented. So a nice uh, Zeta there. And finally, his contract. Uh, he, for his contract, gains damage immunity for two turns, which cannot be dispelled or prevented, and he gains plus 50% offense uh, on, on payout. So that, my friends, is a significant kit. Yeah, what, do you, you, what do you guys think? Do you need like yeah. a drink of water after all that stuff? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> drink of something. Sarah, what do you think? Fill us in on Django. Um, oh, man. So, well, my first thought when we were going through his kit was the raid bosses losing tenacity and now you're throwing out detonators everywhere so i think that's gonna have a significant effect raid wise um and now i mean if you've got django as as a leader and you activate that contract which is going to go very quickly with all of these detonators happening yeah. and going off um do you, let's let's just theoretically say you've got a full bounty hunter squad here all five of your bounty hunters now are going to revive when you kill them mm -hmm. <laughs> so it's mind-blowing it's like it's it's kind of night sistery to me but i i don't know who is worse to deal with if i was fighting one i don't know what is the lesser of the two evils here I think and we I know how to handle Night Sisters now. We, yeah, I, I was just gonna we say can, we, we we know how to get rid of Night Sisters. So I I kind of just want to avoid the bounty hunters anytime I see them now. They're kind of scary. It's gonna make them nasty in territory wars. Uh, oh. That's for sure. Especially that with that preloaded turn meter, you don't knock them out right away. They are gonna uh, yeah. be debuffing and tossing out detonators and have fun with that. Does anyone know if? When you're fighting bounty hunters, does the contract go away when you refight them? That's a great. That's a great question. Oh. I would imagine yes, but I don't know the answer to that. I'm almost positive it is because I don't remember I think like you're a right. blue thing coming above their head the next time. 
Because yeah, that would be if a that's the problem. case, then you could try to be killing some, but they come back. And then if your team loses, next time you go into battle, they have the opportunity to all get the bounty hunters resolve again. Yep. 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 That's fun. And they can <laughs> ignore taunt too while they're at it. So yeah. Yes. Hide the and whole squad. Offense. Oh yeah. Thirty-five uh, percent offense. The the fifty percent offense on uh, his payout is enough alone, but to, when you're adding mm-hmm. uh, all those other things on top of it and critical chance, that's a uh, his his payout under him. I think is the best payout of all of the uh, bounty hunter leads. I agree. This I, seems like, like a legendary kit, mm-hmm, even mm-hmm. though it's not a legendary. Yes, yeah, so which brings so, us to the bantha in the room this week. How does uh, yeah. <laughs> the general commotion on Reddit and all the above? I mean, for those of you that don't know, um, he got uh, kind of revealed, if you will, with some fuzzy screenshots and some uh, Django Unchained quotes. <laughs> um <laughs> that uh, put him in and got people really hyped for it. And of course there's lots of people like, Oh yeah. Oh good. He won't be a, a marquee and then be <laughs> tone deaf to put in another one and stuff like that. Or people are going to quit if he's marquee and he's marquee. They're not quitting. Um, <laughs> but I, I mean, I, I get where they're coming from again. I, I think we chatted about this last week. I kind of chuckle at it because I don't think Django is worthy of such a thing, but his kit certainly is, um, and I can see people being frustrated that he's another uh, uh, marquee event. Um, and we'll go into his event because it might be a little bit different as we get to him. But uh, what do you guys think? Was there too much hype for it, and they didn't release him the right way? Did we like how they did that? Should they have done it differently? Uh, I personally think that it was kind of silly to hype a marquee event. I mean, I don't know. they know that everyone's frustrated with all the marquee events going on. They know that that everybody is frustrated with the character release cadence and how that's working. And I I also know that the devs work on things, you know, six months to a year in advance. So they've known since theoretically, you know, February or March, that they were going to release Django in six months and he's going to be a marquee event. So I don't see the point in them teasing him that way. Um, I'm I'm hopeful that these bonus tiers that they've been talk- talking about with his marquee event will, you know, downplay, not downplay, but kind of off-put them teasing it and maybe rubbing the player base the wrong way yeah personally and i might be in the minority mm-hmm. but i feel handled it the right way that Django, while a very cool character shouldn't be a legendary just because of what legendary status means agreed and yes. yeah um but to the, those that are huge fans of him, they made his kit worthy of them being really excited. So even if he's not legendary, which I think a lot of people wanting him to be legendary, it was more of let us be able to use tunes we already have to get him to seven star immediately. Uh-huh. Right. Because if That's- they were requiring Aura Sing... And Imbo, I don't think players would be happy. It'd be worse than a marquee. I agree with that. Yeah. At least originally. 
Yep. And so I think that they did it the right way. Everyone's still going to get to play with him. The only place that you need him to be seven star is if you want to do raids or later in TVs. Because, mm-hmm. I mean, with his kit being able to be revived and bonus health and stuff, he'll be good at three star. He doesn't need to be seven star to work in arena or territory wars. Yeah, I feel the same. I mean, that's how I feel as a as a totally free to play player. Uh, um, I think it's great that I can get him activated early on and get into G eleven, put a Zeta on him, and uh, roll him out there in most mm-hmm. game modes. And obviously, would a seven star G twelve uh, be better? Well, yeah, that's how the game works. But I would agree <laughs> yeah. that I think that a, a three star, four star, uh, you know, G eleven with good mods is going to be fun to play. And that's what we're here to do is to try the synergies, play it out and, and learn how to play the the character. The speed's going to be fine. Everything's going to work fine. And then you'll know how it all works. Put the squad together. And when it's farmable, um, it, you know, months later, you'll have your seven star gold uh, Django. And until then fully usable, except for uh, in raids. Yep. So. Agreed. It's a very good point. And to talk more on the marquee topic, I I love that they do marquees Mm -hmm. because the alternative to the way it was before, I mean, it was bad before. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Like like Logan just said, getting to have the character to build up to at least gear 11 is great. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I think it's fun getting to play through a little... Uh, five wave thing or five thing to unlock a character with the marquees. I hope they keep doing it. And to appease fans that are angered by having to wait so long to build them up, they've been making changes like the eight battles you can do for a node and just announced today the 25 refresh. Yep. Yep. You got it. So if there's a hard node you like, very cheaply, you can have 16 attempts to do them in a day. Yeah, so 25 they're percent. making it much. Yeah, yeah, that's it. They're making it very easy to farm the characters you want to farm at the rate you want to farm them. Yeah, I I mean, I totally agree as a, a December 2015 player. Man, those early characters that were chromium only were just a pain. Mm-hmm. And now at least you get your hands on them and you can enjoy them and you can play them. And if they're they can, a lot of them are almost all of them are arena worthy at three stars, more yep. or less. Certainly on offense. So and same with territory wars. Yeah. Uh, so it's all good. Um, it's all good by me. You guys are such mm-hmm. shields for CG. <laughs> Take them down. <laughs> I, I, I agree with I agree with all of that. <laughs> <laughs> all right, and that was a good uh, chat because not only do we have all these released and Django and. You know, we didn't even get to, you know, he has defensive penetration. He's the first character that has damage immunity. Um, mm-hmm. He has all sorts of uh, different stuff to add on there. But we'll uh, we'll head on to the content update. So, because uh, those well, three new one, characters. One oh, yeah, go for it. Since you mentioned the contract, I was just thinking about it, and I really like that they added that. Because if you are using him in... In any kind of raid 
or even in a territory war battle, by giving him two turns of damage immunity, that means any thermal detonators that were thrown out on the enemies that have a two-turn cooldown, yeah, that's a good point. that will give them the time to go off. <laughs> Didn't think about point. that, but it's nicely uh, timed for it. Yeah. And what do you guys think? You assume Annihilation still works, but other almost anything else doesn't work, correct? Because they're not really doing I... damage on Annihilation. I don't think it does, but I heard that it does. Because doesn't Annihilation still show you 99,000? Only on raid or... bosses. Okay. So on the just the okay. regular characters, they just go poof. For that. Okay. So, well, I guess we'll, we'll find out when it happens. Uh, the other thing that was really intriguing about his kit is how any character that dies during his turn yep, we didn't is even... dead. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's yeah. like does execute but all the time and all the yeah all characters if you die from a detonator during his turn whatever you burn whatever it is you die during his turn you're dead yeah it's not a specific ability it's just him not just his attack in, during yeah. his turn which could yeah. be interesting yeah so this is now a new new great counter to night sisters because mm-hmm. once he kills daka or talzin they're done. That's actually the very first faction I thought of as well, yep. Night Sisters. Yep. And are there any other? Oh, oh, the newly popular scoundrel it. team. Yep. That, I'm... Kira. Yep. Mm-hmm. He kills whoever he wants, and they're, they're done. This is going to be a solid counter to quickly take care of those. Kira scoundrel teams. Do you think this would also work against um I'm assuming it would on Scions when he has hatred, he wouldn't revive them. Correct. Correct. Yeah. Man, they're just uh He's the boss. Yeah, he's the boss. <laughs> <laughs> we got lots of That's my like, word uh... of the day. <laughs> So it's a, it's a new cologne smell, Django Boss. <laughs> you're you're welcome, CG. Take that one to the bank. Available at all department stores. <laughs> Ones that still all exist anyway. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Amazon. Perfect. Oh. All right. So on to the content update here. So more with that uh, came from, we chatted about a couple of things. So one big change, thermal detonators can no longer be dispelled. I think people have been asking about that since day one as well, since those have come out, because they were just, if they were resisted or just went away by the time they got on there, I mean, Jawas in particular were kind of worthless. So now they might have something, maybe, if they uh, stick around. So um, that's a nice addition that I think people are pretty happy with. And hopefully they don't become too overpowered, but I don't think they will be. Um, they also added a new faction tag, so smugglers, uh, mm-hmm. that they're going to have Young Han, Vandor, Chewie, Young Lando, Kira, L3, Enfys, uh, both the vet smugglers, obviously, and then OG Han Solo will be into the smuggler faction tag, which will also play into a new event that we'll chat about here in a little bit. Um, I don't know that that necessarily means that a new legendary is coming for it. I think they're just doing it for 
this new event, but could be wrong. Um, anytime they have that put up, so because what I have four of them at seven stars, so that means one more we'd have to get there. I'd be sad about that, but it'd be fine. All right, they added the cargo ship tag to Houndstooth as well for doing that event when it comes up. Omega battles can be simmed. That's nice. Those are kind of annoying. That's nice. Um, they're going to add double rewards for the special missions um, in the light side territory battle that happens at the end of the month. And last but not least, and maybe the best, they're uh, for a limited time. They'll reduce basically the refresh cost for hard nodes by half. So 25 instead of 50 crystals and 50 instead of 100. So that is screaming for these uh, new Old Republic people to refresh mm -hmm. them when you can because uh, something is coming around the corner. That is a lot of changes right away here and uh, mm -hmm. worthy of their own uh, chats by themselves. But uh, those any thoughts or questions or big changes with you guys are happy with those? With the smuggler faction, I had before, since they talked about the event, the new... Uh, the new thing to get ship credits and ship stuff. Yep. I thought it was going to use ships to play it. So I'm curious if them adding the smuggler faction tag is so that you can use smugglers to play it. Which would make sense. For the ship. I mean, instead of ships, and you're using the characters, the tunes. Mm-hmm. Which is confusing to me because I thought they were going to use the ships to play. Well, they're, they're two separate events. Is that what you're talking about? Oh. So the, so the, uh, there's a brand. I don't know. I'm not going to know. There's a brand. So there's the cargo ship event. Um, and then there's the new smugglers run event. So that one's going to be mm -hmm. similar to Ooh. credit and training joy. So it's, it's both, I think, is the answer to what you're getting at. Um, so. There's that cargo ship one, which I think is almost more like uh, the galactic bounties that'll come back every once in a while and do that. And then uh, where Smuggler Run is basically the mod slicing version of credit and training droid heists. Um, so starting I'm... next week, they'll do uh, the Smuggler's Run, and you take those characters that we had just mentioned before, and... They'll uh, get you some mod slicing material, and I think maybe even a couple mods. Does it say that in there somewhere? Um, and rewards mods and mod salvage. So um, you can upgrade everything. And just like the other ones, you know, they count across tiers. So once you're good enough to do tier four, just uh, do tier four and get those on there. So that's, that's a nice addition, another way for us to um, get some stuff for free, for lack of better terms. Um, and... Hopefully they have at least some of the ones that are only in the guild store um, so we can get some of those mm -hmm. sliced. Um, they don't have a ton of leaders in that group. I think maybe they mm -hmm. only have one, so get Kira up if you can't get it very well. Mm-hmm. Right? She, yeah, she's one. the only one, yeah. isn't she? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Um, but I'm I'm for that. That should be a nice, and anytime there's a little event that can be fun if you want to do it, and then when you're done, you just... Everyone likes credit heist, me, even training droid ones. Give me free yeah. stuff. Yep. Credit heist is great. Take it. One of the best parts of the game. Yep. True. Ships have needed something like that. 
you bet. So those are a nice little addition, another fun thing to add, and something we'll look forward to is uh, into the rotation, all right? So they also added the Shard Shuffle. So you mentioned before, Bastila and Bindo are going to be the ones that uh, you may want to use your 25 and 50 refreshes on. So both of them are going straight to single hard nodes on the uh, regular arena but also going to fleet battles so it's it's better than just uh that by itself um and again we're throwing the old oh the 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 bad old days when we only got three attempts and took 50 to recharge mm. and now it's uh you get eight attempts you get 25 <laughs> to recharge it do eight again you could also do it on fleet battles if you want i mean you can you can easily get 10 shards a day um with uh you know 200 crystals maybe something like that so um quite a bit uh reduced and probably even better for 200 crystals um to get have, some of those on there have they, sorry have they before with the characters being shuffled to nodes i can't think of one where they have put them on two nodes at the same time nope. not that i know of i mean so, scion did that, eventually but not right away yeah but not but not like the same day that like he eventually came to fleet, but it wasn't the same day, which makes me feel like they're kind of being like, "Hey, pay attention to this." Yes, we're giving you two nodes at the same time for two characters, and making it easier yes. to get them. To yeah. Them. Well, I know what I'm doing. Yeah. You've, you've, been, <laughs> you've been warned. Yeah. Because they said that they are changing the order of events so that they've got it more dispersed the rest mm -hmm. of the year of legendaries and special event characters in between marquees. Mm -hmm. So this is probably the first new legendary thing that's going to come out. And if I remember correctly, Carrie's words were very, very, very soon. Mm -hmm. So... Yeah, they did mention you guys have been whining about marquees, so we're going to give mm -hmm. you the next character is not a marquee, <laughs> and it would, probably would have been later, but now we're just going to make you do it even earlier mm -hmm. and say, is this what you wanted, and then laugh. Yeah. <laughs> Don't complain about how short a time you have to farm. Yep. I, oh. I get it. That's what I would do, too, if people were whining about it all the time. <laughs> <laughs> just, just stirring the pot. <laughs> Also, now that I've read about Smuggler's Run, mm -hmm. I retract everything that I was confusing people with before. <laughs> no, I, I get it. Like, that was, it's, they're introducing these new things. They're both smugglers, and this are, these are the cargo shipments that are coming in and stuff. Like, they're just, uh, I think once we play it once or twice, we'll get it pretty well separated. I'm, I'm hoping that it'll be, like, like you were saying, they'll have some of that salvage that's only available in the guild store. Obviously, it'll be on the hardest tier, but um, I'm hoping that's the case because that mod salvage is, I'm loving it. Yeah. How are you guys doing on taking your mods to six star? I've done one and holding the rest. Yeah, I've done one as well. I, I have done two. zero. <laughs> oh, really? But I have focused on getting my, my blues and purples up. Uh, to go mm -hmm. looking to hits on mm -hmm. some cheap speed that way. And it's uh, it's been mildly effective. I'd say I'm hitting about 20% maybe my mods. 
Nice. I suppose it should be hitting 25%, so probably a little less than average. But overall, I'm, I, li- I like it because it's making my mods better. So Yeah. Uh, it's really cool taking your whole back catalog of mods mm-hmm. and being told, hey, they have the chance to be the best mods now. Mm-hmm. And there's just so much. I think you mentioned this last time, Sergi, or the time before. Um, there's so much more thought process going into it now because I find that e- even – for myself where I I'm familiar with mods and I've gotten a lot better with them, but now I'm actually taking the time to really look at my mods and Mm. carefully pick which ones I do want to slice because obviously you don't know what stat is going to increase. So I want to pick mods where I'm okay. If it's not necessarily speed, I'm not going to throw my phone across the room. No, (laughs) Because that may happen. <laughs> yeah, I, I think when I go when I, when I go to six, when I get my some of these speeds up, but uh, looking at those new defense and and health, maybe you guys talked about last time. The defense and health bonuses on the primaries are where it's going to be like a lot of fun mm-hmm. healers and yeah. tanks to go up to six. So when I when I get enough uh, of my speeds up and I feel good about the depth of my speed mods, then I'll I'll really enjoy farming the massive amount of slicing stuff that I'll need to do one take those health and health and defense primaries uh, yeah. up, which would be kind of fun. And then word of warning, when you get to six, it boosts all the stats as mm-hmm. well as the primary, but some of them are boosted a lot more than others. So don't waste your early opportunities to six star on the speed arrow when it's just two speed. Right. Yeah. When your health circle, which was only... 5.88% before becomes a 16% mm-hmm. health increase. Mm-hmm. Those are the ones I've been prioritizing. Yeah, that's actually a, a really good point because I don't think a lot of people realize or are familiar with just mm-hmm. which mods are increasing and by how much and that it's not the same increase across the board for every stat. Like everything is different. Yep. Yeah. Protection is almost useless to six star besides the secondaries because <laughs> mm-hmm. i was just noticing today it goes from 23.5 percent protection boost to 24 percent protection boost <laughs> oh really <laughs> so you get a half percent protection boost yeah for taking it to six star so a lot of slicing materials for uh 0.5 yeah which i think is healthy Mods have yeah. needed that change. Mm-hmm. Yeah, protection it does make health a lot better. Yeah, health is so much yeah. better now, which is great. Yeah, I also think a sneaky good—I don't know—good is the right word, but uh, I enjoy that they refresh the uh, energy that you need for the mods at the same rate of the regular one yes. instead of yep. like the ships or the cantina. So I'm usually there's times where I'm full up on the. Uh, mod energy because I kind of forget about it and it's already reloaded. So it's nice that it recharges at the the double rate instead of the half, mm-hmm. which I've enjoyed. All right, on to the calendar here. So number five of the news. Um, we've got several things going on. A lot of we talked about. So we've got a dark side territory battle going on right now because this month is full of those and wars and ghosts of Dathomir. So either get your towels in or your 
Zetas are both, and Xanadu Blood, that one we're getting a ship, is going to be tomorrow, the 13th. So by the time you listen to this, uh, it'll already be up. And you're going to have to wait another week on Django. So we had touched on it briefly, but his will have some extra tiers and rewards, some mods, probably some good gear. I heard them, I think they had mentioned Carbontes or something. Um, along that line, they got uh, Palpatine running again this week. And the uh, smugglers run on the 18th. So for the next uh, seven, eight days, they got a, a bunch of stuff is coming our way. All right. Which uh, brings us to our I love you. I know segment. I know it's easy to get jaded by this game. Can sick of marquees or whatever kind of irritates you. But uh, there's still a reason why we're playing this game, you know, over two and a half years later. So let's uh, chat about a couple of things we might have enjoyed this past week or so. And uh Start with you guys. So, Hallie, what do you think? What's been uh, good with uh, Galaxy of Heroes for you recently? Uh, not a, not a lot new for me, honestly. I do. I just it's you know, it's sort of part of the daily routine now. I still love me some territory wars, and uh, I I like the depth of my squad uh, more than trying to get the front end leading new tunes because again, I'm a free to pay uh, play uh, pay player. So right uh, mo- hitting, hitting a mod slice on a secondary, I hit a couple of those this nice. week. That's yeah, really that's fun for me. That's a good one. Mm-hmm. Uh, it is. And uh, right now my, my goals are how many Treya squads can I beat in Territory Wars? So I've been doing <laughs> a lot of testing um, and uh, working my way up. Someone in my arena, Shard Chat, ha- has de- defeated five squads himself this last war that's pretty impressive. Uh, i'm not going to be quite that nice. far yet but i'm i'm aiming to go for two or three uh and doing a lot of testing on my with my mediocre depth squads and we're getting there so i enjoy nice. the theory crafting of the old squads using the depth of your squads to optimize for a uh, territory war so always fun for me perfect and sarah how about you um i am really enjoying mod slicing as i mentioned i've been slicing away like uh, i i've been refreshing that energy because it's just i can't stop (laughs) Uh, but it's it's having this this ripple effect because i'm i'm carefully picking my mods i'm learning more about my mods i'm doing better in arena because of it because i'm doing better in arena i'm gearing my tunes faster and now that i'm gearing people faster i'm like i did much better in this last territory war nice than I've done before. So it's just like this whole ripple effect from one area, which I'm really enjoying. Um, our last territory war, we did do really well. We did that. We had a full clear, which was a nice morale boost for our guild. Yes. I'm very, very proud of us. It was, it was a little bit unmatched, but, um, we, we faced that's not your fault. You can only be who's in front of you. Yeah. We, we faced a guild that didn't have any trejas and, so we put all of ours up front. And, and <laughs> <laughs> it must so, suck to be them. Oh, I, the, <laughs> the Canadian side of me, guys, just saying sorry the entire time. <laughs> but it was a, it was a good feeling. So uh, yeah, it was it was nice to have this uh, boost just overall. I think in in the game. Perfect. And Sergi, what's been uh, tripping you other than Zam? Or is that just, you can just say Zam, <laughs> that's fine. Zam, Zam, Zam. <laughs> no. <laughs> uh, territory Wars have been really fun just because of our 
guild restructuring to be more competitive. And so it has been more fun with our guild leader giving us a list of teams and being like, these are the teams, these are the characters, try to get them solid. So it's like our army is getting rank and file all ready for combat. So that's exciting. And consequently from that, what's exciting is all the characters. Like, yes, it's not cool having marquees that you can't get maxed out quickly, but I like the stream of characters that they have been putting in the game. So now that we've got this new focus on territory wars, I'm getting to play with and have a use for these new characters that makes me enjoy them a lot more than having them sit in my roster until I can get them to seven star. Since I mostly focus on raids for joy in the game. Right. So yeah. Agreed. And I'm, uh, I think we're all on the territory war bandwagon this time. So that's the same for me and being in uh, Sergi's guild. That's what uh, you kind of mentioned. We we're getting a little more territory war focused, which is good for me. That's I think we've mentioned before my favorite area and uh, we've been working. So we talked about the last month here of building up uh, a cure squad and now really actually putting it into place. And even though it's only like 70,000 um, GP, it has, it had seven defenses the first time and four the last one for a, uh, a team that's just uh, hard to beat, and it's nice to watch them and enjoy having something to get put into it. All right, so for our That's No Moon segment this week, we're going to kind of push that off a little bit. We're going to talk about some of the states of guilds in the game and where it's at and um, how we think some of the current structures of the game fit well or don't and why some people might be splitting off or want to be big fish in little ponds or vice versa. But we've gotten so much stuff from the last... Uh, update here that will push that along till next time because we also have and Sergi gave us a little bit of an early transition he mentioned rank and file before but we can officially do our rank and file section for the first time ever because SWGOH has finally uh, updated to make the meta report actually work here so I was pretty excited to see that because um, this is the first Ooh, time yeah. since Trey has been around that we can really see how dominant she is and it's pretty darn dominant alright so um, Treya as a leader is 57% of the first teams and 27% is Palpatine, 10% is Bastilla and everyone else is who cares. Basically, um, <laughs> Ray, Rex, Thrawn, Luke, they're all at 1%. So I don't know that we've ever had quite that 57% uh, to one, What I'm pretty sure we haven't had is, uh, the people that are in it too. So Darth Nihilus is in 89% of top uh, teams. So wow. that, uh, the rest of them that are running the 10% that don't have them are almost all exclusively the 10% Bastila team. So Darth Sion mm -hmm. isn't far behind at 85% and Treya's at uh, 80. So this is, since this hasn't been up, it's been kind of hidden. Like we've known, but, uh, and this is exactly, you know, what you want, I would say from, your raid character that people have been building and getting for months that they are pretty dominant at least for a while um but there's also getting to the point now where the people that have had her for whatever four or five months here are starting to hope for something else and uh, that's part of what Django does uh pretty well 
Um, going down the list a little more than Thrawn is at 62%, Sith Trooper 48, and Palpatine's at 34, Nest is at 28, and then the first teams or the first ones that you would have that wouldn't be a part of that team are Grandmaster Yoda and Bastila are at 10%. So um, a very, very heavy Sith one and other people that fit into that. And I think the most common squad is the one that I run, which is Treya. Nihilus, Scion, Thrawn, and Sith Trooper. You guys seen anything different in your shards? I mean, uh, almost by definition, I don't think you are because 60% well, are doing that. So, <laughs> I have someone in my shard who, uh, top 20, is still running Night Sisters. Nice. So he could, maybe they're in the uh, so 12 people total out of uh, yeah. 4,524 yeah. mm-hmm. can get to first with her. So I don't know how or why. <laughs> But uh, full full night sister squad, but it's kind of it's kind of refreshing to see because everything else is Treya. Yeah, it's just who's faster. On offense, night sisters with enough strategy can take out anything. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And speed, strategy, and speed. True, true. I wonder. Do you guys? Are. Do you guys? anticipate a change or are there any teams you're working towards because you feel like they might become the new meta no like i said i think Django helps and has some specific things so he has i mean what we didn't even talk about he has stagger i think stagger is one of the best things that you can have against treya because it removes a lot of that uh, turn meter and that's the one thing that they can't stop you from doing is removing turn meter very well um, and then killing anyone off of uh, the his turn, um, and then him being totally useless against Bastila teams because of their tenacity. So that's it's a nice mix of well, I can use this to take out Treya, but can't do Bastila, which is what they are kind of getting at with a Palpatine and Bastila and Darth Treya. Um, yeah, I think this adds another thing, another part to it. Uh, but I think it's going to be a while since he's marquee that we get there. Do you think thermal detonators, if you can get them to stick are any danger to Jedi teams? I don't, I don't think to the Jedi. I don't, I just don't know how they stick past uh, because none of them are irresistible. It's always no evasion and stuff like that. So I, it could work against Treya, I just don't know that it's going to stick to Bastila. I could be wrong. True. I think you're right. I think it's cool. It goes well with the mythology of during the prequel era where there's lots of bounty hunters, the Jedi were top dogs. Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah, nice of them. And then it also works because the uh, Sith, at least the current ones, were so far back they didn't know what these thermal detonators were. We'll just say they weren't around yet. Th- that technology. Yeah. <laughs> so they just like, oh, what's this? And they hold it and they explode. So just from being old, that's how it works. All right. And last but not least, let's head to Uncle Owen's moisture farm to talk about who and what we're currently farming the game. Because everyone knows work comes before going to Tashi Station to pick up power converters. Sergi, what have you been working on now that we have uh some more chances to work on them, I guess. I have been farming 
the key tunes to Territory War teams that uh, are just weak links. Because it's kind of unfortunate. Like, when it comes to good raid teams or good Territory War teams, I'll tend to have three or four characters all beefed up and maxed out, but then two of the key tunes at gear eight. But now that our guild leader, our guild leadership has made these tunes and these teams, it's like, okay, I'll just beef up this Sith trooper that I've had sitting, doing nothing for the last year and a half. And he can be that fifth member for my trade team. So Mm -hmm. Sith trooper, Imbo, Dengar, and I think there's one other, but mostly those guys. Nice. Howie? Uh, Well, I'm still in uh, part, part old school, part new school. I am currently every day holding my nose and farming the final... Baze shards that I need to complete how, that how guy. Close, I, how close? I am at 88 oh, of 100. Oh man, it's gonna be a... so right on. So I, I'm it's it's this week. Maybe this weekend I'll pour a little out on the ground and uh, <laughs> and finish off my bays that I actually don't use all that much. But I've been farming, so now it's just a matter of yep. just out of spite, I have to finish him. Uh, and and by the way, cheer it's still not unlocked, so I'm not going down. Oh this no. <laughs> It's just base <laughs> for me. I love cheering. Not interested. Um, oh, why aren't you interested in cheer it? I've, I hated Chase so much during it when it was just meta. I just despised it with a passion that I just I just am resisting going down that road. Uh, I just don't even care that much. My Rogue One team is awful, and uh, I've never got on the Chase the the Chase bandwagon and so i'll just get bays up because because hey auto taunt tanks are always useful in territory wars that's the only reason he's on there mm. um he usually defends my ipd for a few turns until i can nuke someone nice. that's his usual role is to go and die just like in the movie <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Sorry, spoiler alert. You, you sound uh, like yeah. director krennic is your favorite character yeah. like you sound like uh, you're angry yeah. at these guys for blowing up the the death star uh <laughs> No, I'm not. I, he's he's not my favorite character. He's also not uh, on farm yet. So my other two farms then are Vander Chewy and Range Trooper uh, are the two that I'm working on now. Although I think now with Bastila being available amongst and these bounty hunters, I'm guessing that I'll end up uh, ditching and shifting a little bit away from Range Trooper. Once Baze is done, then I'll have some en- energy to go after. And in Cantina, I'm still I've got Kira done. I'm working on oh, L3 nice. now. Nice. Great job. Sarah, what are you working on? How's the farm? Um, well, I'm happy to say I finally finished my Bayes farm. Nicely done. Finally. <laughs> how, um, how it is. You feel relieved. Yeah. I, I, I don't use him either, Howie. It's fine. <laughs> um, so now I am farming scoundrels. So I've got Kira going. Um, I need three more shards to get her seven star, which is. You guys are fast on Kira. Well, you know, I I need three shards, so naturally today I got zero. (laughs) That's how it works. Uh, (laughs) Exactly. So, uh, yeah, I'm I'm going going for her, Vandor Chewy, 
Uh, I am farming Lando and the new Falcon in ships right now. Um, I think, though, same idea. I'm going to have to switch everything up and hop on this Bastilla and Jolie farm because I just, I got a feeling they're putting them on two nodes at the same time. My spidey senses are going off. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, and then it's just, I'm, I'm hoarding a lot of currency, but I'm trying to farm um, gear from the fleet table as well. So I don't have to spend my currency for it. Nice. Perfect. Yeah. And I'm same boat as uh, as I'm going to focus some more on Basil and Jolie and Vandor Chewie. Those are the main ones. And sadly, Range Trooper keeps getting pushed to the side. I really want him. I'm like Imperial Troopers are one of my favorite. I mean, Death Trooper is probably my favorite character they've ever had in the game. So I really like uh, mm -hmm. Imperial Troopers yeah. and having a Range Trooper in there. I think he really helps them. But it just for future planning doesn't seem to fit with the rest right now. So I look forward to going back to him someday. But he was already almost pushed to the side. And now that Bastel and Jolie are there, he's almost certainly mm -hmm. uh, going to be. Which Jolie, by the way, is not getting enough credit. He's been, I was able to take out a nice Treya team with him as a fifth member instead of GK as a Territory Wars. Because he just kept on... Uh, giving people uh, protection up on there and it was just kept rolling anyway so he's not he's a good one to nice. farm even without the uh, whole whatever they're gonna do with that and then uh, i got uh, l3 up a little bit now i'm getting cure up a little bit and going back and forth between the two so that uh, one's not at seven and the other one's at three star when they do or if they do really something but uh, there's a, there's a lot of different ones to actually farm i mean a couple months ago there weren't there wasn't anything to really farm, so that's why I kept farming Rose, because who cared? But now there's, <laughs> I got rid of her, even though she was almost done, because yep. and she's on like number eight on the list, if even, um, that you never get to. <laughs> so it's, uh, I like having things to farm. I hope there's enough time to do it for the things that are coming up. Any other final thoughts for the uh, week on new updates or more Zam love that needs to come out before we go? <laughs> um i think zam will be a trey killer right. so you guys work on work on your zams all right taking your advice <laughs> holding you accountable if i cannot kill trey sounds good <laughs> bounty hunter month here yep it has do you, do Actually, you think we're done i mean you had mentioned before you thought hondo was coming or is is Django the pinnacle I I think Hondo is coming, mm -hmm. although if they are going in a more Clone Wars direction, which I'm sure they are, that or no, sorry, never mind. He was a big part of the Clone Wars show, so yeah, he will be. If my prediction is that Hondo is going to be a new character, hopefully a capital ship, and but he's not a bounty hunter. I don't know. I hope we get one more bounty hunter. I don't know how they can appear in the game, but I think we're at nine right now. And I'd really like to have two full teams of bounty hunters. No, we're at 10. Okay. Nope. Yeah. I don't think any more bounty yeah. hunters. Hmm. But maybe I, I agree. I agree. Mondo's coming though. Good. <laughs> yeah. Especially now <laughs> that they said that they're going to do more clone wars. Um, yeah. With a capital ship. 
<laughs> can't, can't stress that enough. Where is this capital? Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, thanks everyone for joining us this week. This was fun. Uh, until next yeah. time, that ought to do it. And Chewy, we're home. <laughs> <laughs>